Hi, how are you? I'm good. I totally dinked it. Sorry. We got there eventually. It's all right. We still got it first go. I'm counting it as a first go. <laughs> 20 minutes later. <laughs> it's fine. I was just uh, this music for anyone that's interested. When you're waiting for someone to connect to the call, it plays this like really nice elevator music. But if you listen to it long enough, it actually starts to put you to sleep. So anyway, this is episode eight. And I told you last week, this one was going to be interesting. It's called Name That Guest. And it is all about famous faces, celebrities, people of interest that have stayed in the various hotels that we've worked in. I think it's going to be an interesting and fun episode after the last ones we did about emergencies and serious topics like outbooking. So don't forget, you guys can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We still haven't got any messages from you. It makes me think you guys don't like us. So, or maybe, <laughs> maybe you're answering all the questions. Oh, hey, maybe like we're that? just answering everything. Do you like that? <laughs> That's a nice spin on it, I think. Thanks. That's yeah. So, I don't know. If you want to message us, message us. If not, we'll just continue to answer all your questions you're not asking us. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, so where shall we begin today? I don't know. Well, we have a nice list here of lots of people. So, yeah. So, we wanted to have a bit of a gossip and reminisce about all the times when. We've had some interesting people, celebrities, um, come into the properties that we've worked at where it's it can be quite a giggle. Yeah. It can be a case of trying to explain to someone who the hell this person is, which is why you're getting super excited in the back office. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah it, it kind of varies, really. <laughs> and I think it's kind of fun for us now because obviously we're not working in hotels at the moment. So when you're in the hotel, when these famous people come in, you can't just go telling everyone, oh, this person's staying. Like it's one of those kind of unwritten rules. You just don't talk about it and you give them their privacy. And otherwise you could end up with a lot of people out the front of your hotel trying to take photos of said famous person. So it's nice to be able to talk about these things now. (laughs) Yes. I wanted to tell so many people about this when it happened, but I couldn't, so... No. Where do you want to start? Um, well, let's start with okay, because just because it's a funny story, let's start with the hairy bikers, shall we? Oh, they were lovely. Yeah, they were. They were that was in our first year of opening. They had come because they were basically hosting a segment at the Hampton Court Flower Show. So we had a bunch of people staying with us. Um for the Hampton Court Flower Show. Like another one was, uh, I think the year after we had Matt Tebbett staying, but he kind of just came in and left and no one saw him, but he was definitely there. Who's um, that? But yeah. Who's that? Matt what? Matt Tebbett. Um, he does, what's it called? Saturday Kitchen. Ah! And he was also, I don't know if he still is, but he kind of, um, what would you call him? He's not the head chef, but he was the person in Sophia Hilton Bournemouth. He was the chef that kind of set up their restaurant and Ooh. did their menu and like all of that kind of stuff. Ooh. So yeah, but the hairy bikers were really nice. They would always come. They were so friendly. 
Like they would come and chat and say hi and have like a little conversation with you at reception. If they ever needed anything, they would ask. They were always like so polite and yeah. I don't know. Completely. I saw I do what I saw I felt a little bit sorry for him just because yeah. like everyone in the hotel, including other guests, got super, super excited because yeah. they're the kind of people that because their faces are so recognizable. Yeah. Like ev- everyone was just like yeah they used to they would have like this they had like a meeting in front of reception which was literally in front of the lifts with like their manager or publicist or whatever so anyone that was going in and out of the lobby coming in and out of the lifts they were the first people they saw and I just felt so bad because they were so polite to everyone that came up and spoke to them but their their like meeting got interrupted so many times yeah and photographs and everything yeah i remember like so basically the moral of this story that we're trying to explain is Mm. that they were so friendly to everyone when they in when they were in the meetings like when someone came up to him they were like we're really really sorry can you just come back in like 10 minutes like rather than saying no, just go away. They were trying, they were really polite and apologetic. And then um my what do we call your colleague, co-presenter, psychic, yeah. companion? Yeah, um basically she had a cookbook that she really wanted to get signed. And so as she talks about the Harry Bikers, she would talk to him, she would, you know, make sure everything's okay, but she would not for the life, our money, go up and <laughs> ask for this book to be bloody signed. No, oh my god, I felt so bad because I was like, I've had so many conversations with them. I can't just go up to them now and be like, "Can you sign this?" And I wanted it signed for my dad to give to him for Christmas. <sighs> so then, what did I do? I went in the back office to you and was like, "Um, I need your help. Can you? Do you think you could like go up to them?" And you thought it was so funny because you're I, like, I was absolutely. <laughs> pee myself because I was just a bit like of all people you know like famous celebrities you know hot fit blokes and it's the hairy bikers that made you go weak at the knees I just felt guilty to like interrupt them I was like you know what I don't want them to think that I've been talking to them being really friendly just to get like this and I felt I don't know usually when you're at work and celebrities or famous people stay I don't like to bother them. Like I kind oh, of completely. so many other people bother them that I almost feel like bad when the staff do it and start asking for selfies and things like that. So I thought no one knew who you were because you're in the you're in the office. No one like you weren't like front facing. You could just go out there and pretend to be like a guest. Oh no, 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 I said it was for you. I explained yeah. why. Yeah. I thought I'm not I'm not lying. I'll just say she didn't have the balls to come up and ask you. And then I got a selfie. I said it's my birthday the day before. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, that was, there you go. We started that off with an interesting story. (laughs) Just to embarrass me a bit, that's fine. We also had, I remember, because I always watch, um, being from Australia, I was a big fan of like the Australian Open, the tennis and everything like that and Wimbledon and everything so when we first opened we had Wimbledon that year I was just like in my element and there were so many up-and-coming new tennis players that obviously you don't know who they are 
but they would get picked up in the nice Wimbledon cars and you thought, okay, they're probably someone, but like, and then you would see them during the day at like Wimbledon playing tennis on the TV and you would be like, oh my God, when they came back in that night, you would be like, oh, I saw your match today. Well done. (laughs) Kind of thing. But you know, they weren't obviously famous tennis players at the time. They probably are now though. Yeah, because I, so from our side, where the hotel was located, we didn't, we didn't think we'd get anything in regards to Wimbledon. We just like location, there's a lot between us and the um, Wimbledon. Yeah. And yeah, like the first thing I knew when I was like tootling around the corner from the car park, it was like the Wimbledon car and little old nosy me. I knocked on win. I knocked on the window of the car, you know, because I was a bit like, "Oh, hello." I was like, "What are you doing?" And then he explained to me. But then I was like, "Well, do you want a cup of tea or anything?" I was like, oh, "Do you want some breakfast?" He's like, "Oh, no, no, no." And then, but then you kind of get chatting to the drivers because then they'll get, tell you what's happening. Mm. So yeah, but it was kind of as much as it was great to have those guys. It was also it did bugger up my numbers because they would obviously if they'd get through to the next round mm. it'd mean they'd have to extend the stay but then they wouldn't yeah. know if they're, they're through to the next round until later on in the evening so yeah. then we couldn't really sell the bedroom so we have to try and like clean it and have the bags on standby in case yeah. they didn't get in and it was just yeah, like exactly. it was like oh my god it's like everything was just on standby yeah and it was actually quite sad when they come to check out because you knew they were checking out because they didn't get through yeah and that was a little bit sad them. I was like oh sorry yeah that was actually one it's like gutted mate sorry but then like on the other side for me um we had loads of footballers that came to stay from like all different levels in the league and for me like I used to watch football when I was in high school because all the boys watched it and everything back when like Manchester United was amazing <laughs> Um, but now I wouldn't like a footballer could come up and check in with me and I would literally have no idea. So as far as that was more of an exciting thing, I think for like the guys and stuff in food and beverage, they were always excited when the football players came and they got to do like the function rooms and stuff upstairs. But for me, I was just like, yeah, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Cause then we'd have like rooming lists and function sheets so obviously we'd have the information share with the other departments as to what is happening with the timings and who's in what room and so like I think the ops manager and the GM I think and the restaurant manager they'd obviously get a little bit excited about names and I'd be like I'm just more bothered about spelling it right (laughs) funny part was they would always because they were so scheduled like they had to be out at this time and like whatever but nine times out of ten, we would always get a call from someone on the coach after they left going, I think I left my wallet in the room or whatever. And they're just like, wow. Okay. How many times? And I was like, is someone going to come back? Like, let me see if we've got it. I'll call you back. And then, okay, we've got it. Is someone going to come back and collect it? Like, how does this work? Because I know you've got a game right now. And then sometimes they would send, like, a staff member would come back, I guess, after the game. And collect it. Other times you'd have to work out all the postage and oh, but they would always leave something. So unorganized, these football players. Oh dear. But what would be really funny though, if say, because we used to get a lot of 
like men's and women's teams didn't we really but if like I think for me if it was a men's team then obviously you know that the footballers so they're going to be um pretty yeah. fit so, yeah, okay, so I think the usually the back office would always come running out when they were checking in just to like pretend they were doing something at reception so they could kind of like have a look <laughs> oh dear and then um I usually there was... <laughs> yes there was like one team there was one team, I think it was Chelsea. Was yeah, the it's only just a team fun. that I'd ever been involved with where there was so but much. Like, we went on, I went on a tour with the F&B manager, the security from Chelsea. And I think that it's not like, what do they call them? Not like their um, team nutritionist or something, whatever they were. And we had went through all the menus. We went through all like the exits and the entrances and where everything was. And like, that was the only team though that we've been like, and that was like super thorough with. And I had to do all of that kind of stuff with, and I thought, oh, wow, maybe this is like, maybe they're super important. I guess Chelsea is super yeah. important to be fair. <laughs> like for me, I was just like, why do you, whatever. <laughs> anyway, okay, it's fine. Uh, yeah. Ever so slightly. Oh, yeah. And then we had, um, I remember when I was at reception. Oh, you like. Lovely old left. guy came to check in. And you, when you look at people and you think, I think I know who you are, but I don't really know who you are. Like, you think maybe they might be famous, but you're not sure. And I was like, what's your name? And he gave me his name. And I was like, it still didn't quite, like, sink in. And I thought, wait a minute, after he checked, like, after I checked him in and everything, I was like, let me Google this. And then I realized that it was the Chuckle Brothers that just checked in. And I was so excited. And I was telling these girls at reception, they were like, I don't know who that is. So I went running to you thinking, oh, she's from the North. She should know who the Chuckle Brothers are. And like, I think you were literally the only person that knew who they were. (laughs) But I don't know why I was like, so excited. I was like, oh my God. I got so excited. <laughs> it's like, how do you not know the Chuckle Brothers? I think we ended up going on YouTube and trying to explain it to people. And then, do you know what I did? I put some, I put some on Facebook, like saying, you know, you know, obviously, you know that you are of a certain oh age God. and from the north, when you get excited about the Chuckle oh Brothers God. checking into your hotel. <laughs> <laughs> No, oh, that was so funny. Like, but everyone got really excited, though. Mm-hmm. That was quite funny. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes there's guys, well, people, which I'll be, I'll yeah. sort out a rate and book them in, and then we will have the foggiest yeah. who they are. So like, we had, um, we didn't realise, we had Rami Malik sneak into the hotel, and the first we knew about it was... There was a blooming selfie from the bar supervisor with him. And he was telling us about it. And we're like, why? Well, who is he? And he's like, Mr. Robot. Yeah, but he and then it yeah. turns out he was stopping at the hotel because we're filming Queen at um, yeah. the Queen movie at Sometimes Twickenham. they just turn up. Like, they just book themselves in. Yeah. And we were like, and then you're like how like- do we not know this? <laughs> but then he just... Yeah, but- yeah. Yeah, but this is what I mean. Like sometimes it's I suppose it works out for them because sometimes they're just completely under the radar and 
completely <laughs> we're us lot are just completely oblivious it's like i got really excited yeah, I when i saw heather small at breakfast because yeah. i think sometimes like, yeah, like again it's easier for them to just book themselves yeah, in back i, I think if they go excited. through all of these like events companies and stuff then it's a big deal when they check in because you have all of this preparation before you're like oh okay we know this person is coming to check in and then they want to put nice stuff in the room and they want to do all of these things whereas if they just kind of book it themselves or say maybe their manager books it or whatever it's a little bit more like low-key and they can just come check in and it's easier you know but yeah but we had yeah. um, I can't remember why he was staying though so yeah Lee Ryan I would agree with that Lou he stayed with us and I don't know whether he was staying because he was doing something there because we had um, Prism, the nightclub that was in the area and they always had these random like celebrity appearances. Um, I don't know why. So he might have been here for that. But I remember one of my friends from the restaurant, she took up some room service. And so we had like seven floors and say you could have like room service for 517, but maybe she took it to 715 and got the numbers mixed up. So she went to this room, knocked on the door, and he opened the door, apparently without a shirt on, whatever. And she was like, oh, I've got your room service. And he was like, I didn't order room service. And then she went, wait, I know you. <laughs> he was like, you know me? And she was like, yeah. And then she was like, wait, you didn't order room service? And he was like, no, but I can take it. She was like, no, 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 it's fine. And literally was like, okay, have a good night, and kind of just walked away <laughs> to give it to the right person. But he was just, apparently he was very friendly and he was just like, wow, okay, cool. <laughs> we still maintain that she must have done that on purpose, but we're not quite sure how she did it on purpose. Aww. Yeah. But I wish I'd seen him because he was like my favorite. When I used to listen oh, to Blue, I would have, you would have just thought it was hilarious if he'd come to check in with me. I would have been like, oh my God, I would have completely fallen apart. Which is awkward when you're checking them in here and you're like, oh my God, I know who you are. Say hi. <laughs> be professional, be professional. I had that same thing, oddly enough, when um, the Red Arrows oh, came damn. to check into one of my other hotels. I had never seen them. Like, I'd never gone to an air show. I barely even knew who they were. But I was just like so excited when they came to check in. I remember all the engineers came in their blue suits and everything before with all the luggage and that and they were so super friendly so they had this nice build-up and then the red arrows walked in as if like there should have been a red carpet and like paparazzi there and I was like oh okay like I guess you guys are like good looking and whatever but okay cool <laughs> that's it but I was super excited before I was like oh my god they're coming they're coming I don't even know why <laughs> <sighs> Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, okay. what else? Yeah, That's right. funny. We had, I was telling you this. Who else? You just say you're trying to think so on the spot we, and you've got no idea. It was a good thing to Go on. catch up and like add any different things. And I was trying, I was racking my brain to try and think of those other famous people that stayed. And this random one just popped into my head. And I don't know if any of you will know him. Probably will. He's quite famous so he's a racing driver is on team bmw um his name is colin turkington he is very handsome when he came to check in i was like wait a minute 
I know that name. And it was another one of those ones where I had to look at it afterwards because I didn't know who he was to begin with. But I think it was, there's a big like um, race course somewhere near Basingstoke. I can't remember what it was, but he was there for that anyway. Yeah, that one. (laughs) It just wasn't popping into my head. I was. You mean Silverstone? How do you not know that? I like again, me not knowing the F1 driver. But how the hell do you not know that the F1 circuit is Silverstone? Kingston's all like football teams and (laughs) things like that. But yeah, so we had that. (laughs) So we used to get a few people, but obviously I didn't always know who they were. So when it was like race time, like how we have like Wimbledon and football matches and everything here, it was things like, yeah, it was more car racing and air shows and stuff like that when I was in Basingstoke. Yeah. Which isn't as exciting, but I mean, each to their own. Remember? Yeah. No, I was going to say, remember when we had, okay, remember when, remember when Harry and Meghan got married? Yeah. And we had Meghan's cousins that why they stayed in our hotel is beyond me. Um, But they were staying in our hotel. They weren't invited to the wedding. They just thought they'd show up and get some publicity, you know? And the lady that was there, the handler for them was, oh my God, she was so stressed all the time. And they ended up like there was, I remember this was the only time we've ever had paparazzi sat in the bath, literally on their laptops, drinking coffee, coming up to us going, oh, do you have this person staying? And we're like, listen, we can't tell you who is and who isn't staying in the hotel. This is like confidential. So if you're just planning on having your one cup of coffee in the bar and you're waiting for something to happen, I suggest you yeah. like move along, you know? And we ended up having to do like media training and everything on what to say and all of that. And then they got themselves into this almighty thing where they went to the Viper rooms and one wow. of... I don't know whether it was her actual cousin because it was like five people, I think, in that group. But anyway, one of them decided it would be really funny or whatever because he's American and this is what they, I don't know, whatever. He had like a knife with him and they obviously did like a pat down um, before they went into the club and they discovered that he had a knife with him and then it turned into like, oh, like basically a media crap storm. And they had to sneak back into the hotel. We had to get them back into a back entrance. And they basically left. I think they left that night. They had to get them out of the hotel before, because the paparazzi was following them. Obviously, they knew where they were staying. (laughs) And we were just waiting. Luckily, it wasn't like a big thing. They got out and everything. But I remember it was in the newspapers. But I was just like, oh, my God, why? But they weren't even invited to the wedding. They were just there for, like, to piggyback off, I guess, the press or whatever. But yeah, we just couldn't understand. We're like, why would you go with the knife? I don't get it. Oh my god. Bloody hell. No, I was going to say that sometimes it's a case of um, if we don't have the kind of celebrity or person in question, um, we might get um, their crew or tour manager, um, which sometimes that can work out pretty sweet. Um, Kids, where I used to work in Sheffield, um, so Sheffield's got a pretty big arena there, um, on a few occasions we'd get the crew um, 
that'll be part of it's usually usually comedians actually um that'll be part of the comedians kind of tour um and yeah the tour manager if you asked really nicely would give you tickets which was pretty sweet because we were trying to figure it out because we got we got yeah. tickets for lee evans and then we got tickets the um one of the other years for michael mcintyre and mm. i was saying that we were we were sat in the seats and we thought these are pretty sweet seats and we were thinking that these were not cheap mm. seats they they were yeah. not on the floor but you know just like one of the first few rows when you start going up the steps it was just one of those so you had an amazing view no one was sat in front of you really and we thought these tickets must have cost about 50 60 quid pounds yeah. we were always um, hoping that we would get like, see so we, like sometimes or something. Occasionally it does help it like really does flower show or um the concord of elegance with all the antiques cars and stuff but then nine times out of ten whenever we got tickets we weren't able to go like we had macy gray come and stay in basingstoke and she was like yeah come to my show she's not my favorite yeah i wasn't even remotely interested Um, but i remember these guys coming up because look she's like what seven foot tall she's very very recognizable so and obviously even though she's walking around the lobby or whatever we still can't confirm that it's her so we had these guys coming up to us going you know who that is and i'm like who and they were like that girl that's macy gray and i'm like who and they were like, Macy Gray. And I was like, who is that? And they were like, she's a singer. Like, how do you not know who she is? And I was like, um, I'm from Australia. Maybe she wasn't like popular there or something. I don't know. And I was having, and they were just looking at me like, you're joking, right? <laughs> I was like doing this all like, I don't know. But then eventually I started like, I couldn't help it. I had to start like smiling about it because I was just like, this is ridiculous. Because <laughs> she's a seven foot tall woman walking around the lobby. Like, obviously it's Macy Gray. And she has that croaky voice and everything. But I was just, like, playing around with them going. And they ended up coming back up with, like, a clip of one of her songs to be like, do you know now? And I was like, no, never heard it. But I had fun with that. We also had, like, different to, um, (laughs) so not where I worked, oh, technically I where I lived. When I was growing up, my parents had a bed and breakfast in Byron Bay, which was like just five rooms. And they had like a bunch of Australian celebrities that would stay there, but I'm not going to bother you guys with that because you're not going to know who they are. Um, they're not even remotely famous outside of Australia. So, but they did have one. So some of our family friends um, happened to be friends with Robert Plant who is from Led Zeppelin, the lead singer from Led Zeppelin. And I don't know, I was seven at the time, so I don't know how this happened. But somehow we ended up staying at our guest house, our bed and breakfast. And this was a kind of bed and breakfast where, like, my mum would cook the breakfast, pop it on the trays, and my dad would run it up to the rooms. (laughs) So, of course, you know, he came to stay and he was um, friends with some of our family friends. So my dad got out, like, his CD collection of all of his Led Zeppelin CDs. And got them all signed. And then um, I remember their favorite story is he gave your mom a kiss. My dad's like, he gave your mom a kiss. He wanted to take your mom on tour with him. <laughs> all of this. And I was like, God, poor mom. And she just got stuck there making breakfast. Like, what? <laughs> she could have been on tour with, like, Led Zeppelin. But that's fine. No problem. Anyway. Yeah. I oh. that from when I was, like, seven. Because oh, they introduced my... me and I was just like, I don't. <laughs> Hi. Oh. <laughs> 
And my dad was kind of like, I understood because I saw the CDs that he was obviously like someone famous. <laughs> but I think at the time I had no idea who Led Zeppelin was or any of that until much later when I was a bit more grown up. And then they, my dad explained because he's into he's from um, the North and was very lucky that when he was younger, he got to see like the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and all of that in the kind of little country town halls before they were like anybody. And then they blew up and obviously became very famous. So he has loads of stories like that. I did say to you, I should have like, we should have brought my dad onto this episode. (laughs) Probably would. It probably would have been like an hour long, but you know, anyway. If we have a he totally could have filled us in, yeah. To see if there was anyone else that stayed there that I'm unaware of. But yeah, and uh, who else? <laughs> After you left, we had Sandra O oh from Grey's Anatomy. Plan Christina, That's you know, my person, and all that. She stayed. She, um, her assistant, I think it was called afterwards. She was so friendly, so nice, and nice. like she just came up. To be honest, I only saw her once because I wasn't there when she checked in. Um, but she spoke to a bunch of the girls at reception and everything. And she was just super like relatable. And when she left, um, apparently she lost one of her, she brings like her own pillowcases with her. And it was this like white silk pillowcase. So we were assuming when housekeeping changed the linen and everything, it probably just went with the linen. But obviously we have like a massive linen company that services lots of different hotels and we called them and we were like, it's white silk. <laughs> it's for a famous person that stayed here. Her assistant is calling us. Like, have you seen it? And they were just like, you know what? Everything that goes through is just automatically packaged and wrapped. So it could be anywhere. So we ended up, we thought it was going to cost us a fortune. And we spoke to her assistant. We were like, look, I'm really sorry. We've called everyone. We can't find it. But can we kind of like send you some money to so you can rebuy it or she can rebuy it. And we were like, let us know how much. 30 pounds. <laughs> we were like, she's a celebrity. It's going to be at least yeah. 100. It's going to be some really fancy, like, silk pillowcase. No, 30 pounds. And I just thought that's so nice because she's just like, I thought that's just, she's just so, such a normal Aww. person as well. Yeah, so I don't know. But, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's really nice. Yeah, they're the ones that we can sort of think of for the time being, though. Because it's your story, not mine. Um, You've got on the list about this is England filming. (laughs) Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when I, sorry, well, yeah, when I was in Sheffield and there was a series in the UK called This Is England, pro, like, we're good, we're talking over five years ago. And it was just, they were the most loveliest people ever. Like, they were filming, we had some of the actors, some of the crew, mm. and when one of the main actresses checked in and the room wasn't ready and you could see she'd had a bit of a rubbish day. So I was like, do you want a copper? She's like, yes. And she actually just like sat with us and had a cup of tea, waited for a room to be done. And then one of the other main actors, it was quite funny because he didn't really get up in time for breakfast. So he used to talk around to the restaurant that was part of the hotel and used to have like a sneaky 
something to eat mm. post breakfast timings to the point that obviously the chefs got to know him and have a bit of banter with him <laughs> and then as they were leaving the next thing i know is that all the chefs have got him in the bloody kitchen having a selfie with him like one of the gang yeah. well the only other one and it's yeah probably, actually I mean, you I think do you just think right okay person. but we probably could have ended it on like a more interesting person but when we first opened i remembered that all of our owners turned up this day and we had like our manager our operations manager everyone we were all lined up at the door for the arrival of the lord mayor of london sadiq khan who was doing a tour of the borough of kingston and i guess because we were a new open at the time Ah. Like, yeah let's pop in there it's a new open all of this kind of stuff and I just remember like I have a photo that pops up on my like you know on this day in Facebook all the time I laugh at every year that pops up it's just like our owners being all like you know welcome and all of this and then there's just our GM and our operations manager in the background with these massive smiles on their face like oh my god the Lord Mayor of London is like right there <laughs> kind of thing. I don't remember if they spoke to I remember they shook his hand and that but it was me like the owners just kind of like took over and Aww. were like yes, come this way your highnessness <laughs> like we will show you everything our amazing hotel yeah I don't know I thought that was a bit funny see <laughs> even like the managers and the higher ups get a bit like <laughs> what oh, are you sometimes? yeah no, we're very calm and collected yeah yeah, they do yeah. get quite so excited, even though they don't like yeah, to admit it. Obviously, listening to this podcast, and you ever get checked in yeah. to a hotel, and the receptionist seems very yeah, calm and cool, and maybe is even like they don't know who you are. I promise you, like ninety nine percent of the time, after you check in, they will then go into their office or somewhere where they can't be seen and have a minor freak out that they don't and that they're probably not. Um, breathing in their full capacity of oxygen while they're checking totally in true. because they're trying to remain like you know professional and everything like that so yeah that is totally true yeah anyway embarrassing um, for us afterwards yeah but yeah so i'm sure there's like plenty of other people oh, that we yeah. just couldn't think yeah. of for this episode so there is a big chance that we might do like a part two of it probably in I'm going to say season two because there will be a season two. Yeah. Even if no one's listening to it, we'll just keep doing it. Why not? Definitely. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, we still have, so next week. Yeah, it's just a chance for us to catch nine, up and got it, to be honest. Um, it's called CCTV. And I tell you what, you see some really interesting things on the CCTV sometimes. So that one's going to be another fun one as well. So we have some fun ones coming up. Oh, God, yeah. A few more until the end of, um, I think, this season or this series or what do you call it, whatever. I think it's going to end just before Christmas. Um, And then, yeah, which is obviously not that far away also. Oh, yeah, I think mainly the reason yeah. it's probably going to, we'll probably exactly. yes. so just we're do a bit to, of a, uh, to be continued well, is because I should happen. be popping a baby and, out. Uh, when we record in season two, there'll yeah. probably be a crying baby somewhere <laughs> in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which will just make it even more entertaining. <laughs> 
no pressure. So yeah. So we will don't forget no we pressure. post every Thursday, ten AM. No pressure. No pressure. Late last week, but yes, every Thursday at ten AM. And uh yeah, you can find us Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, contact us if you want or not, whatever. Um, yeah. I think we'll leave it there because this one's a long one, yeah. You're just gonna laugh at me. Okay, that's fine. Uh, all right yes thanks weekend right i'm gonna love you and leave you have a lovely weekend enjoy happy halloween yeah no because i was thinking wait it's tuesday ish (laughs) what yeah confused for a second there's silence there i'm thinking all right see ya